Hello and welcome to WTF is Fio, a podcast for healthcare professionals and students of the healthcare professions. Today we'll be covering appendicitis at a glance. My name is Alex. I'm a paramedic and a medical student. Let's get into it. Acute appendicitis is one of the most common abdominal surgical emergencies in the UK. And let's start by describing what the appendix is. The vermiform appendix is a finger-like or worm-like appendage attached to the cecum of the large bowel, just inferior to the ileocecal valve. The appendix itself averages at around nine centimeters in length, and there is a fair amount of anatomical variance to the positioning of the appendix within the cavity. This variation does bear some impact upon how symptoms present and the localization of the pain felt by someone experiencing appendicitis. So the definition of appendicitis is the inflammation of the structure. So let's now talk about why the appendix can become inflamed. Appendicitis can be caused by multiple factors, but most commonly it's due to obstruction at the orifice or mouth of the appendix. Once the appendix becomes obstructed, it then becomes inflamed, and this inflammation can lead to ischemia and subsequent perforation of the appendix. A perforated appendix can result in an acutely unwell patient. Now let's talk about what a patient with appendicitis may look like. As mentioned before, presentation can depend upon the the anatomical position of the appendix, as well as the progression of the inflammation. However, the most likely presenting complaint is a grumbling umbilical pain that has migrated to the right iliac fossa with increasing intensity. So if we put this into a case presentation, the patient may be as follows. A 20-year-old female presenting with a six-hour history of mild central abdominal discomfort. The pain has now become more sharp and localized into the right iliac fossa. This alteration of pain has caused surgical 999. Upon taking a history, the patient also notes that she's had a loss of appetite since the pain started. She feels nauseated, however, she has not vomited. She also notes an alteration in her bowel habits. Unhelpfully, appendicitis can present with both constipation, diarrhea, or neither. The patient also states that she feels generally unwell and slightly feverish. Upon taking a set of OBS, the clinician may note a low-grade pyrexia. The patient may also be tachycardic. This could be due to the pain or the fever. During examination, there will be no stigmata of chronic disease, but a tender right iliac fossa region, specifically over McBurney's point. The patient may also present with some guarding, rebound tenderness, and percussion tenderness, especially in the case of a perforated appendix, as they are more indicative of peritonitis. Specific signs that could be elicited during examination include Rovsing sign, psoas sign, and Cope sign. These will all be covered more in depth in the extended appendicitis episode. Differentials to rule out when dealing with an appendicitis include things like ectopic pregnancy in a female patient. This is easy to test for. Similarly easy to test for are things like UTIs, cystitis, or a possible ureteric stone. Mesenteric adenitis should be considered in a child that has recently had an upper respiratory tract infection. An appendix sat in the retrocecal position can also present with flank pain or upper right quadrant pain, and hence can be mistaken for pyelonephritis or cholecystitis, respectively. Primary peritonitis is unlikely unless the patient has risk factors. However, things like Crohn's disease, diverticulitis, and acute gastroenteritis are important to consider, especially if the patient presents with more GI symptoms like vomiting and diarrhea. Gonadal torsion can also present with exquisite lower abdominal pain, so things like testicular torsion or ovarian torsion should also be considered in those patients with extreme lower abdominal pain. So now we have these differentials, things that can help us investigate the presenting complaint, and confirm an appendicitis, or at least increase our suspicion for appendicitis, would be a full blood count, specifically looking at the white blood cell count, 
it would also be helpful to get a CRP to show any inflammatory markers. And if this case was still poorly differentiated or there was clinical ambiguity, an ultrasound or a CT scan could be used to further differentiate an acute appendicitis. Red flags to keep an eye out for with an appendicitis case would be any sign of perforation of the appendix. Initially, this would look like a localised peritonitis or a generalised peritonitis. So looking for diffuse rigid abdominal guarding, any distension. Also, as mentioned before, any increase in rebound tenderness or percussion tenderness could be signs of a perforated appendix. A perforated appendix is at much higher risk of deteriorating into sepsis and subsequently the patient becoming shocked. So any signs of a altered mental state, a rise in respiratory rate or heart rate, um, a decrease in blood pressure, or any signs of an acutely deteriorating patient should be monitored for. Another important thing to look out for is any palpable mass within the right iliac fossa, as this could indicate a periappendiceal abscess. Generally, these present very similarly to a classical appendicitis and essentially are also an appendicitis. However, they have a slightly different treatment regime and therefore need to be differentiated early. So now we've gone over red flags, let's talk about how to fix it. The immediate management for appendicitis is pain relief. This can be achieved with paracetamol, non-steroidal anti-inflammatories and opioids. The patient also may need fluid replacement therapy or maintenance fluids and these should be prescribed early. Definitive management would be accomplished via surgical intervention. In this case, it would be an early laparoscopic appendicectomy. However, there is also conservative options for a patient that refuses surgery or is deemed unfit to have surgery. Conservative management for a acute appendicitis would be initiated with dual IV antibiotics as per local trust guidelines. Thank you very much for listening, and that completes our quick glance at appendicitis. Mm-hmm.